0: Well,
1: hello and welcome, everybody. You know, the holiday season is upon us. Uh, You know, there's plans for family and social gatherings in the world. Uh, There's the malls are filled with holiday shoppers. There's sounds of Christmas all over. Families are making lists and checking it twice. And uh, Christmas lights are going up and mistletoe is hanging in the hallways. Hey, it's a great time to be alive, isn't it? So... You know, how do you enjoy the season uh, when there's a lot of chaos going on? There's challenges sometimes, right? There's misunderstandings. There's more cars on the road than usual. You know, the shopping malls are filled up with limited parking spaces. The stores are running out of maybe your ideal gift. And the news stations are chiming in with their massive storms of... uh, of uh, uh, predictions and houses burning on fire and tragedies hitting the news, all this chaos going on. How do you stay present? How do you stay alive? How do you stay awake and feeling good about what's going on? Well, I'm Kendi Foster. Today, uh, our show is called The Courage to Find Calm Amidst the Chaos During the Holidays. So this could be really one of the most important shows you listen to this year because I, I can assure you, that a lot of you have had a lot of stress over the holidays in the past. I know I've stepped into that place many times. You know, people say things I don't want to hear. People do things I don't want them to do. Um, You know, things happen, right? Well, today the show is all about giving you some strategies, some ideas, some gifts to really kind of reconnect with that place deep in you. That is that place where you feel a sense of uh, joy, a sense of love, a sense of happiness. Um, You know, and, and I think a lot of us, even though the holidays are a little stressful, you know, for the most part, we're really looking forward to having a really good experience. But we can't have that good experience if we're carrying around some baggage. We're going to be talking about that baggage later on. But I want to say this. For me... The holidays have become such a great time of year. They didn't used to always be that way. It was filled with a lot of stress in my life, but they've become a really good time of year because I don't take them so serious anymore. In fact, what I like to do is really have a lot of fun with the holidays, and um, which reminds me of a story that uh, I recently found on the Internet, and I thought it would be appropriate for this show. So it's kind of a funny Christmas tree story, and uh, it goes like this. There was a this is a true story, by the way. Well, as true as it can be on the internet. Okay, so there's a father that uh, uh, that was had a son, and his son the prior year wasn't really happy with their Christmas tree. So the father decided to go out and find the right tree for his son this year, and he went out. And he found this huge tree, right? He paid $375 for this tree, and then it was 35 feet tall. So imagine, 35 feet tall, right? And um, he owned a a two-story home, right, with, you know, eight-foot ceilings. How's he going to put that 35-foot tree in his house, which is what he wanted to do? Well, what he does is he goes out and he cuts the tree in three sections, right, so he got home, he placed the huge trunk of the tree in the bottom floor of his house, in his living room, right by a window so people could see it. And then he took the middle section and he put it in the second uh, floor, which he had a spare bedroom, again with a window that people could see it. And then he took the top of the tree and perched it on the flat top part of his roof, right? Right. So he, in help, he enlisted the uh, help of several friends to do this, and um, they wanted to put a star on the top of the tree. So if you could see this tree, and I, could, I can see it. I'm, unfortunately, you can't see it, but um, it uh, it's it's pretty amazing at what it looks like, right? So you got a tree that's like an embracing this whole house all the way to the top. So all his friends get uh, the uh, star to put on the tree, and one says, no, no, wait. I think what we need to do is not put a star on the tree. I think we need to put a fire smoke detector on the top of the tree. <laughs> anyway, you know what I love about this story, right? Is that it's all about not taking Christmas too serious and really getting creative and getting out of your comfort zone and just doing something that's, you know, that's, that's really fun. So let me ask you. What are you going to do this year to really create the most fun Christmas that you've ever had? Uh, well, I, you know, I think that one of the things for you to be able to do that, and I know my guest coming up uh, next segment, Julie Potiker, is going to be talking about this, but I'm going to give us a little example of what we can do to have a really great Christmas, all right? So you're going to have to give up two things. You're going to have to give up worry and fear. Worry and fear. Those are the two things you're going to have to give up to really have an amazing Christmas, right? Because, you know, a lot of us worry about things, right? We worry about, you know, the sister-in-law is going to say something toxic, or we're not going to find that parking space at the mall, or we're not going to find the right presents for my kids or my family, or I'm going to worry about maybe just worry about being worried or being worried or about being stressed out, Right. Um, and, you know, we got some fears maybe that might come up, you know, fears maybe not having enough money to pay for all the presents or fears of not uh, having enough time to do all the wrapping or fears to ask your boss to take an extra day off, right? Well, okay, fears and worry. If you got those going, I can almost guarantee you're not going to have the holiday season that you really want, Right. All right, so I have a, a fun way to get rid of this, right? And um, I just made this up, so, you know, don't don't send me too many negative emails on this, but it is kind of funny. All right, so here's what I encourage you to do. Go get a poster board, a multicolored uh, – a poster board and some multicolored cray paper and um, – We're going to call this your worry tree. okay? So we're going to get a poster board and some multicolored paper. You're going to use some green cray paper to cut out the Christmas tree and paste it on the poster board. And then using the rest of the multicolored paper, you're going to cut out some ornaments and paste them on this tree. How cool is that? Isn't that fun? Okay. Then in the center of each ornament, I want you to write out one worry or fear. One worry or fear in the center of each ornament. Now you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. Well, it could be fun, right? Um, And so once you do that, then I'd like you set your intention to release these worries, right? Now you see them. You you can't change what you can't acknowledge. So if you put it on there, you acknowledge it, you know, you can't change it. So I want you to release it. How are you going to release it? Well, you know, you can release it by maybe forgiving somebody. You can release it by maybe Uh, saying a prayer, you can release it by saying, I release this now. Or maybe I forgive myself and I let go here and now, right? So listen, for some of you that are going, I'm not going to do all that work to do this. I get it. But I will say this, if you make that if you make that list of what you're worried about or what you're fearful about and you really acknowledge this is what's going on and you choose to live from a different place, maybe you choose to live from a place of empowerment, right? What what empowers us? Well, love empowers us, compassion empowers us, place of letting go or forgiveness empowers us or just seeing things clearly and just saying, "You know what? I'm not going to take this season so intently." There's no way I'm going to do this anymore. I'm, not, I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to be so serious. I'm going to have some fun. I hope those tips will help you. I've got some more tips coming up in the next segment. And we're going to be talking a little bit about a new book that Julie Putiker came out with. It's called Life Falls Apart, But You Don't Have To. Wow, that's cool. Okay, so more tips coming up on how to stay calm in the midst of chaos during the Christmas season. We'll be right back.
2: We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDeFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDeFoster.com. That's kendyfoster.com. KenDFoster.com. KenDfoster.com.
3: Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity, or increase your courage, step into your power, and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams to pick up your copy of the courage to change everything visit the courage to change everything.com that's the courage to change everything.com
0: we're back with voices of courage and now your host Ken D Foster Okay,
1: we are back today. The name of our show is called The Courage to Find Peace Amid the Chaos During the Holidays. And I want to let you know this show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom, San Diego's premier networking and relationship building group for purpose-driven women and soul-inspired entrepreneurs. You can find them at womenswisdom.net that's womenswisdom.net also all of our fans out there i want to thank you for tuning in to voices of courage if you're new to the show, we, have a, we really are a new type of radio. We call ourselves Experiential Radio. where we inspire our audience to engage with us in growing their businesses and transforming their lives. You can find us on the web at VoicesOfCourage.us, or you can just ask Siri, Cortana, or Alexa to play Voices of Courage podcast. Oh, I am so excited about this show. You know, when life gets crazy during the holidays, can you keep your cool? Our guest today is mindful expert Julie Potiker. She's the author of a new book, Life Falls Apart But You Don't Have To. She's a mindful expert, and uh, Judy, Julie is also an attorney who began her serious study and investigation of mindfulness after graduating from the Mindfulness Business Stress Reduction reduction program at the university of california julie welcome
4: i'm so happy to be here thanks for having me
1: i'm so happy you're here too and um uh you know, how did you get involved in the mindfulness game? Uh, that's that's a far cry from being an attorney.
4: Right. Well, I was a full-time mommy, so I retired from being an attorney when my kids were little mm-hmm. um, and was doing community work here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then about the time that they were teens, I had three preteens and teens with ADHD, and I thought I was losing my mind. So uh, the wrong words were coming out of my mouth. I went to a neurologist, and he said, your brain's clear, but you've got too much going on. Have you ever heard of mindfulness-based stress reduction? And I said, no. He said, have you ever heard of Jon Kabat-Zinn? I mean, now these people are like my teachers, right? right? right. I said, no. He said, this is what you need. You need stress reduction. So I took the class at UCSD, and it, being the nerd that I am, went deep into the neuroscience and started adding trainings um, and retreats to my background and became a mindful self-compassion teacher in the first cohort of that curriculum. So I'm a mindful self-compassion teacher and have been since 2014. Um, And then I added positive neuroplasticity training to that. So I teach people how to rewire their brains for more happiness and resilience.
1: Well, that's awesome. You know, I, um, uh, I was working with two clients yesterday, and uh, there's, uh, there's always no coincidences in my life. You're showing up in the perfect time for to help a couple of my clients, both of them. One of them said, hey, I just diagnosed with uh, high blood pressure. One said uh, uh, 198 over 109, and the other one was like 198 over 92. Two in the same day, right? I'm like, oh, hey guys, This is a wake up call.
4: Right. And I've had, I have probably 25 comments just from your (laughs) intro. (laughs) And from, I don't know if your uh, (laughs) listeners know this, but you set an intention and do like a little, kind of like a prayer almost before Mm -hmm. you come on the air. And that, that, I'm all about that because you're setting an intention. When I wake up in the morning, before I do anything, I set an intention for my day.
1: Well, you know, I, we're talking about the holidays. we're talking about you know Christmas and 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 uh, Hanukkah and you know a lot of a lot of stress going on. Can people set intention around having a really great experience?
4: Yes, they can. Be, they can set an intention to pause because if you pause, mm-hmm. you'll be able to make a more skillful response. Mm-hmm. So let's say, you have to go to Aunt Bertha's for dinner and you know that like cousin Joe and what other ridiculous name I could come up with. And you,
1: cousin and and right? you know
4: it's gonna be a bad <laughs> yeah. you know it's right. gonna be a bad scene because right. for the past fifteen years it's a bad scene. Right. So what are you gonna do about that? How are you gonna handle that? Are you gonna drink an entire bottle of Chardonnay? Or can you make a more skillful response? Right? That's good. So just knowing in your body, in advance that these things could happen, and then when you're when you're on the spot, feeling them happen, oh that's anxiety coming up, or oh that's anger coming up, or oh I can't take this another minute, you know, slows of, it down. A lot of
1: people are not that mindful, right? I mean, I you know they're they're reacting. Well, cousin Jane says something, and now I'm going to react back, or I'm going to attack back, right?
4: How do we stop that pattern? It's practicing the pause and I find meditating just five or 10 minutes a day with an insight timer app sticking in the headphones and listening to the voice helps getting helps get you in the practice to slow down Mm -hmm. and I'm sure all of your guests in the personal growth field talk about practice Mm -hmm. you have to practice this stuff when you don't need it so that you have it when you do that's right? right
1: that's right that's right well you know there's a lot of people that are just learning about mindfulness and what it really means. Can you kind of give us a definition of Oh, that? yeah.
4: This is so completely easy. It's not ruminating and not worrying. So we're wired to ruminate and we're wired to worry because we're primates and that's what's kept us alive all these millennia. So mindfulness is being in the moment, knowing what you're doing when you're doing it. That's all it is. It's that simple. And it's not the same as meditating. Mm-hmm. So if you're if I'm picking up this water bottle mindfully I'm feeling that it's cold in my hand mm-hmm. I'm looking at it I'm noticing it I'm taking a sip of it that's taking a mindful sip of water I'm not thinking about what I want to say next right. or The call I got on my way in here, which was troubling from my internal medicine doctor, Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking about that. I'm just only doing this one thing. That's mindfulness.
1: That's good. Well, you know, there's a lot of uh, science behind uh, what's going on in our minds right now in mindfulness. Can you explain how mindfulness rewrites the brain?
4: Okay, so here's the thing about rewiring your brain. What wires together fires together, you're creating new neural connections. So you want to be taking in positive mental states and pushing them to neural traits. So anytime you feel awesome or you're you're noticing that you're having a good feeling, like you're FaceTiming with your grandchild or you're watching the sunset. I mean, we live in San Diego, so there's a lot of natural um, opportunities for awe. But paying attention when you're having them just for a breath, just for a moment, has neural connections firing and rewiring so that when your mind's just wandering, it's not going to be such an unhappy place. Mm. You won't; It won't be your default mode network won't be as negative because you're constantly rewiring happy, positive things. So your brain is not going to be such a bummer if you practice doing this taking in the good.
1: So what I'm hearing, of course, what I've been practicing for the last 25 years is really being able to rewire your thinking in a way that you start to create happy experiences inside of you on a continual basis. Bingo. Okay.
4: And if I can piggyback on that, what that does is is when you feel bad, you can pop in a memory of when you felt good. Okay. And that helps change the channel.
1: Okay, that's good. That's really good. So, you know, there's a part of compassion that goes with this. And, you know, when people are stressed out, sometimes we're upset, we don't, you know, we want to maybe even attack back. Um, How do we tune into that compassion? you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you pause on that because I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> so I'll be right back and we're gonna ask that question and see how we can really make that work.
2: We'll be back with more. Voices of courage with Ken D. Foster. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org.
3: That's starsofcourage.org. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love?
0: We're back with Voices of Courage with Ken D Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now your host, Ken D Foster. Whatever time. Well, whatever
1: it takes. That's what we're talking about today. Whatever it takes to have a really amazing holiday season. The name of our show is The Courage to Find Peace Amid the Chaos During the Holidays. And I'm in studio with my guest and her new book, uh, Julie Podiker. And the book is called Life Falls Apart But You Don't Have To. Julie, we're talking about uh, compassion. We're talking about how we can use that compassion to really have a great holiday season. How do we do that?
4: So you see how I'm sitting? Yes. Where are my hands?
1: Right on your heart.
4: Right on my heart, because this is soothing touch. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it's their belly or their arms or their, oops, sorry, microphone, or their face. Mm -hmm. For me, it's my heart. For the lion's share of people, it's their heart. Mm -hmm. When I do this, I'm releasing oxytocin and endorphins in my own body for my own self. So it's like me saying to myself, Julie, sweetheart, that conversation was really hard. That is treating myself like I would treat a dear friend. Wow. That is mindful self compassion.
1: Okay. And that is something that we can, everybody can do on a consistent basis when they start to feel stressed.
4: Right. You have to be aware that you're feeling stressed, right? So, so how that's do we become this, aware well, of that? Well, that's, that's the somatic part of right. mindful self-compassion. Right. It's knowing that you're not just living up in your head, that, you're, that your thoughts and feelings and emotions happen body-wide. So once you step back and notice, mm-hmm. oh, I feel really angry, that's going on somewhere in your body, Ken. Where is it going on? Do you feel a constriction in your In your chest or your solar plexus, or is it hitting you like in your jaw? And then you can soothing touch yourself, Mm -hmm. down-regulate all that. Mm -hmm. And then you can tell yourself what you need to hear to make yourself feel better. And then you can pop in a memory. That's good. That's good.
1: Well, you know, I could do all that, and our guests. I could bet you do do, all, do that. all that. I do do that. <laughs> but I want to say this. You know, sometimes that inner critic comes up and start. Even though I want to be in my heart, I want to feel good. I don't want to react to Aunt Betty, and you know, I want to just be be uh, calm. Uh, the inner critic comes up and starts judging me or judging them. How do we overcome that?
4: Okay, so there's a whole discipline of work with the inner critic. It's internal family systems. It's actually in that book of mine. Uh It's in the mindful self-compassion curriculum. Uh, There's a doctor by the name of Schwartz who has an entire institute for this. And there's a couple exercises that are really helpful for making your inner critic your friend, mm-hmm. for thanking your inner critic for trying to keep you safe and for raising the bar or whatever your inner critic might be doing, and for telling that inner critic to stand down. Stand down. I've got it. Your voice in my head is not that helpful. I can take it from here. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You know, that, that brings up a, a thought that I just had, which is, uh, how do people get a hold of you in case they want to get a hold of you?
4: Oh my website is it's like a library. It's got me mm-hmm. and every other teacher that I respect mm-hmm. in the resource and reading page. Mm-hmm. It's www.mindfulmethodsforlife.com. And
1: that's methods with an s, is that correct? That is correct. So mindful methods with an s for life.com. Right. Okay. All right. Well, all right. So if I, uh, if I have my inner critic going during this holiday, is there like one tip you could give me that I can just stop,
4: stop the inner critic? I would say just really be mindful. Be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Mm-hmm. Keep up a gratitude practice during this holiday season because Anger and frustration and gratitude can't exist at the same moment. Mm -hmm. They can't. Mm -hmm. So gratitude and joy are an antidote to all the terrible emotions that you you have. So if you write down a list of everything that brings you joy and you Mm -hmm. make sure you do one of those things every day, as well as noticing what you're grateful for and writing it down, Mm -hmm. you'll be happier. That's good. So, Julie, let me just
1: ask you this, because you've accomplished so much, and you've taught many, many people how to use these practices to really have a lot more joy and happiness in their life and a lot more peace. Um, I kind of want to know who you are.
4: Like, who's at the core of you? That's a big question. It's a big question. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a wife. Um, I feel like I was put on this planet to love and to teach love and to help people keep their act together and to help people figure out how to get through this world of suffering and still find joy and add value and repair the world along the way. Yeah. Yeah, was that too weird?
1: No, that's that's right. I think that's really good. I, I you know, I was gonna all follow up with that uh, thought. You know, it's it's like, what is it that kind of drives you now in this season of your life? What what is it?
4: I feel like I'm I'm almost fifty eight, mm-hmm. and I have this window where my kids are grown up enough. They're in their twenties, mm-hmm. and my husband and I have a great marriage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have this window before. I don't know, God forbid, something happens Mm -hmm. where I can just kind of be the ball and get out there with my message of hope and healing and balance. I had originally wanted to call my class Equanimity 101, and people were like, you can't do that. Nobody knows what equanimity means.
1: (laughs) I love that. That's good. But, you know, when I'm hearing your purpose, what I'm hearing is also some core values that you live by. Do those core values create happiness in in us? I guess or in you?
4: For me, they absolutely do. I mean, I'm a lifelong learner that really brings me joy. Um, truth, authenticity, humor, honesty. I mean, I'm I I try to keep my compass due north, right, and live in accordance with my values, and and that brings me joy. So. That's a Mm win-win.
1: Well, I think we all try to do that, Um, especially, you know, during holiday season and time like that. We're trying to live from a place of ourself, our true
4: self. And you have to balance that also with Mm self-care because you don't want to be putting out so much goodness that you end up being a doormat or um, like a sack of sad whatever at the end of the day. You still have to keep filling yourself up.
1: Right, right.
4: Do do you have time for a quick anecdote? I do. Go for it. So yesterday, I needed to have blood drawn. And the girl said to me, this young girl, I just need to let you know. And I said that you're an intern. And I said, I have to tell you, last month when I had my blood drawn, I felt really bad for rejecting you because I know you need to learn. And I felt like I hurt your feelings. And I don't want to do that. So it's been a month. How many sticks have you done? And she said, "Well, probably like 300." I said, "All right, let's do this." Because I was thinking about yeah, her. I, I wasn't thinking about me. Right. So she puts the tourniquet thing on and I make my fist and she puts the needle in, which by the way really hurt. Right. It's not supposed to, <laughs> but it did. Here I am judging. And she gets one vial of blood going and then she she's Oh my god. And she starts yelling, Jim, Jim, for the senior guy. This has right. never happened. This has never happened. I'm, like, afraid to look. I'm looking the other way. Right. Evidently, she completely screwed up, okay? Oh, my goodness. And so he comes and takes over. That that arm can't be used anymore. Now he's got to go into the other arm. And I'm just chatting with him, and I say, um, so how many sticks have you done? And he says, oh, geez, I don't know, maybe two, three million? And I said, so what is it? Do you think it's just practice? And he said, well, it's practice, and then you develop a technique. Practice, and then you develop a technique. And I'm thinking that's what it's all about with everything in life. And meanwhile, I walked out of there with two holes in my arms instead of one, because I was thinking of her and not me. Gosh,
1: that that is hysterical. I know. Okay. Well, listen, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Uh, we're talking uh, about how to have... Find joy in the holiday season. Balance. And balance and compassion and all a whole bunch more. We'll be right
2: back. We'll be back with more. Voices of courage with Ken D. Foster. Confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit com. That's kendyfoster.com. com. We're back with
0: Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now your host, Ken D. Foster.
2: You
0: know, as a business owner, your online presence
1: is more important than ever. People look you up online before they ever pick up the phone. And that's why the right image of yourself and branding of your business is vital. I've come across one of the best photographers in San Diego. Her name is Ann Landstrom, and the company is Ann Photography. It's Anphotography.com if you want to look her up. And I recommend you give her a call. She's done amazing photos for me. And listen, if you can make this mug look good, you, are, you have to be really good. She promises to give you images that will bring out the best in you and your business. Again, it's anphotography.com. That's anphotography.com. All right. Today, we are talking about the courage to find peace amid the chaos during the holidays. I have my guest in studio, Julie Podeker. And Julie, let's talk about, first of all, I want people to know how to get a hold of you again. So let's talk about that. And then you have an upcoming event.
4: Yeah, totally. And I want to cool talk event. about
1: that too. Okay. okay.
4: So my website is like a library. It's www.mindfulmethodsforlife.com. And you take some time and noodle around in there and go to the reading and resources page. And there you'll find wonderful resources that are free. My teachers' books, well, their books won't be free, but their websites will be. And their newsletters are. And um, also the media tab is really interesting there. You can buy, you can click on my book, of course, there. It'll zap you to Amazon. It's it's a happy, healthy place to be, my website.
1: Sounds like it. Sounds like a really great uh, website. And, um, okay, there is an event coming up here in San Diego. We have a national market. So if they want to fly in, I guess they can do that too. But uh, tell well, me. Well, if
4: they want to fly in, Actually, the event goes from 1 in the afternoon till 10 at night. It might be worth their time. Okay. But if they're anywhere near San Diego, it's definitely worth a drive, even for a couple hours. The place is called A Ship in the Woods, and it's in Escondido. It's a very cool house that these people bought. They formed a nonprofit, and they um, it's a place for emerging artists and emerging musicians. I am donating my time and my books them and running a mindfulness and meditation retreat on January 12th from one to four. Then there's going to be dinner and docent tours of 22 different art um, exhibits and installations. And then in the evening, there's going to be a concert that my daughter, Kara, who's um, whose name is Whisper Girl in terms of her band, mm-hmm. all original stuff. She is curating the whole music evening, and she is incredibly talented and super cool, you know, if I, I do say I so li- as a mother. I
1: listen, to, I listen to one of her songs, and um, I would like to play it, but before I do, can you uh, tell people how to register or find this event?
4: Right, so um, it's called Gray Matter, and... Media is going out all around town, but if they if they go on my Facebook or on my website, they'll see it. It's okay. called Gray Matter. ok.
1: called Gray Matter. you can go to mindfulmethodsforlife.com. dot com. Mindful is that correct?
4: It is. and also my Facebook, my business Facebook, that has over seventy thousand fans. Yeah. it's it's on there under events. and that's Mindful Methods for Life on Facebook.
1: So listen, when I when I'm as you can tell by the music I play on this show, it's all about lifting your energy, lifting your your vibration, so to speak, lifting you up higher. And Julie's daughter Perfect. Kara has a song that does just that. So Todd, can we play about two and a half minutes of that? man, that was really an amazing song. How did that? I wish Kira was here in, in studio with us. Do you know anything about the uh, background of that song or how she wrote higher?
4: Ah, oh, she's just so fabulous. It's terrible being her mom because I'm biased. But tell, tell li- me,
1: is Kira Kira's uh, not married, right? So she's got. No, your, she's
4: single and she's 24. Got your same last she's, name. She's got yeah, but but her band is Whisper Girl. Whisper I mean, Girl. Okay, that's what so, I was trying to get at. Okay, it, and it doesn't have vowels and it doesn't. It it doesn't have the H and it doesn't have vowels, but she has a phenomenal album called "Endless Winter," and she's been gigging around San Diego for a decade. First, with, know, first with Light Rail and then with Whisper Girl, she's a very exciting, dynamic performer, and she, it's just—I'm proud. But also, what you and I were just doing when we were being taken away by the music—that was a mindfulness activity.
1: Oh uh, wow! Yes, that's exactly right. And uh, she seems like the next jewel. Here, she is a jewel in San Diego. Yeah, Absolutely. the next week. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, listen, if you just tuned in, by the way, this show is all about the courage to find peace amidst the chaos during the holidays. And we're giving you some tools to do that. You have a story in your book about uh, not being into praying. Oh. <laughs> and then realizing that your mindfulness meditation was a form of prayer. Can you tell us What happened?
4: And oh, gosh, here I am. Um, so loving kindness meditation is when you're wishing uh, goodwill to others and to yourself. And the thing I'm wearing around my neck, I got in Bhutan last month, mm-hmm. which um, which is a prayer wheel and they have prayer wheels all so, over. So
1: it's a little silver prayer wheel with a... Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. It's beautiful. And,
4: mm-hmm. and it's... The purpose of prayer wheels, which they have all over this Buddhist country, is to send out wishes for healing to the universe, mm. to all sentient beings. Mm. So in my loving kindness uh, practice, I, I send out wishes. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. And you. You, you go out farther and farther and farther into these circles until you're just imagining the entire universe surrounded in a fishnet of love and help and healing. And really, if that isn't prayer, I don't know what is.
1: I get it. I get it. That's really good. Okay. I have about one minute. So any final thoughts for our audience?
4: Oh, I just hope that you maintain your balance and, During this holiday season, if you're feeling stressed at all, remember to pause. And pick a more skillful response.
1: <laughs> I love that. Okay, listen. We uh, have been talking to Julie Puttiker. Her book is uh, "Life Falls Apart," but you don't have to. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at most local bookstores uh, across the country. So she's all over the place. Hope you pick it up. It's going to help you have more peace, more joy, and more happiness. Listen, I'm going to be right back. Though we're going to talk about Ken's eight tips for the fun for having fun. In the holiday season, so you will you will want to hear this. This is pretty fun. Okay, we'll be right back.
0: We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.
3: Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love?
0: We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster.
1: Well, welcome back. We're talking about finding peace amid the chaos during the holidays. The show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom, San Diego's premier networking and relationship building group for purpose-driven, soul-inspired female entrepreneurs. You can find them at womenswisdom.net, womenswisdom.net. happen to know this, that uh, they have a huge holiday event uh, coming up. Uh, let me see. When's it coming up? Well, you know what? When my share, uh, this, share, oh, this show airs, it'll already be passed. You can't be it, but you can be the January one. They're the second Friday of every month, so I hope you'll, I hope you'll attend that. Today is an amazing day to really set intention to have a much, a much better experience in life. And for those of you that may or may not know, I wrote a book that's coming out in February. It's called The Courage to Change Everything, and it's daily strategies to bring out your genius. I'd like to—the reason I wrote that book, first of all, is I know that a lot of us have trouble staying calm and peaceful, especially during stressful times, so— and I think, as our last guest said, you know, it's it's not something that you do one time. It's something you have to really become mindful of how your mind is operating, how you're operating it, how to stay in your heart, how to stay connected to your dreams, your visions, your hopes. And we don't do that just by uh, doing one workshop or doing one uh, reading one book, uh, going to some uh, you know something that inspires you for one moment. What we do, what works is that we drip on our minds every single day with positive thoughts, with courage, with imprinting ourselves with wisdom. And that's what this book is all about. The reason I wrote it is because I wanted to help you drip on your mind every single day to be able to be inspired, be in your power, be empowered every moment of every day. So this is day 247. This is how I recommend everybody starts out their day, reading my book or something inspiring like this. But here's day 247. Starts out with a quote. Anyone can spew their emotions onto others, but the courageous learn to master their emotions and remain calm through the storms of life. If you're making choices from emotional states, chances of success diminish. It's only, it, this only makes sense. Imagine making decisions from a state of anger, sadness, fear, or over optimism. Most likely, you will not make the right decisions because emotions blind the mind with lack of discernment and absence of awareness. It is with even mindedness that wisdom flows into a calm mind. The biblical teachings say, Be still and know that I am God. Indian scripture says, I am that stillness beyond all motion, beyond all vibration, beyond all form. If you meditate and concentrate fully on your practice, you enter states of stillness. And God's first expression to us is usually peace. And many times it's followed by insights which can change the course of your life if you act on them. As the minister, Robert Schuller wrote, never make a negative decision in low times. I think what he really meant to say is don't make any decisions when you're in, in a negative state. Never make your most important decisions when you're in your worst moods. Wait. Be patient. The storm will pass. The spring will come. And you know, this advice applies to me, you, and everybody. So today, ask, what can I do today that will cause me even more mindfulness? What am I not aware of that could possibly block my peace? And what can I do to ensure that when I'm in emotional states, I can make, I can become calm before I make decisions? So the actions during today, is I encourage you to stop and calm your mind, take five deep breaths, and as you exhale, let the stress of the day be exhaled. Then feel your body and feel your mind and relax. That's the place to make decisions from. So that's just day one. So imagine if you woke up every day and you went, okay, you know what? I'm going to read something inspiring every day from Ken's book and really be able to start to focus on, my mind in the direction of peace, calmness, compassion, love, joy, and success. If you do that, imagine what would happen to yourself if you did that for 365 days. I would say that what's going to happen is you're going to be in a whole different place. All right, I promised you my eight tips for a fun-filled holiday season. Here we go. Tip number one. By the way, you can get that book at VoicesOfCourage.us. That's VoicesOfCourage.us. And I had one other announcement before we do the uh, eight tips, and that is in our last segment with uh, Julie Podiker, they have a, an event coming up, uh, Gray Matter, here in, in Escondido, California, And Kira, her daughter, will be singing at that event. So we wanted to get that in, that her daughter will be there live singing at the event. All right. Here we go, man. Eight tips. We're going to roll them off quick. All right. First of all, what's the first tip? Ah, get my book called Release, Renew, Evolve. And why do I say that? Well, listen, it's my Christmas gift to you. There's no charge for it. You can get it on my website at kendfoster.com forward slash resources kendfoster.com forward slash resources. Why do you need this book? Well, let me tell you why. Because this book gives you the formula to really let go of any baggage that you've been carrying for the year, maybe for your life. It helps you to reconnect with your courage, and it helps you to actually start to evolve your thinking so that you can practice mindful practices in a consistent way. So it's my gift to you. Go get it. Releaserenew.com. Step number two for my tip, set your intention to have the best holiday season ever. Step number three, be observer of your mind. You're not your thoughts. You're not your emotions. You have thoughts and emotions. Just step back and become the observer of your mind. Number four, make plans that empower you. Don't overcommit, right? Hey, listen, if it doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. Tune in. Tune in until it does feel right. Then take your action steps. Access your energy level every hour. Every hour, tune in. How am I feeling? Am I feeling calm, peaceful? Am I upset, stressed out? What's going on? If you're upset, then take some time and take a break. Be prepared for challenges. Know that they're coming this holiday season, right? If you know they're coming, you can prepare for them. Number seven, take small breaks when needed to revitalize, okay? Revitalize yourself. And number eight, create some rules about what you will and will not eat and how much you will eat during the season. I think if you do those eight, you're going to have a lot more better fun, a lot more time to uh, play, And, um, you know, my ninth one is, again, it's what I said earlier. Don't take the season so seriously. Don't take yourself so seriously. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. Have some fun. That's my message today. I hope you've uh, enjoyed it. I want to say this, that um, you can see us at VoicesOfCourage.us. That's VoicesOfCourage.us for all of our replays. And what else do I want to say? Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, And send your questions and comments to viewer at VoicesOfCourage.us. Also, you can find the recording of this show and all our shows at VoicesOfCourage.us. Until next time, live courageously and see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the
0: impossible. Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. (laughs)